2: Welcome to another Monday, Vinny. I always thought there should be like game show theme songs behind our introductions. Maybe just me. I don't know. (laughs) It could just be me. It could be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we've had a lot to say about the recent uh, upheaval about Roe versus Wade with the Supreme Court and the possibility of it being overturned. I guess maybe more like a probability. Before we start, we are going to talk about very personal stories. And it does involve uh, mentions of sexual abuse, uh, past trauma when it comes to childbirth and pregnancy. So just be aware. I know just talking about this issue can be traumatizing in itself. So if you need a minute before you decide to go into these stories, pause right here. But throughout our times, we have asked if you listeners wanted to share your stories and or had the uh, strength to do so, because it's, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's been protests happening. There's a lot of conversations, uh, a lot of activity going down, um, especially because it is election season for so many of us. In the u s, um and with that, we've had a couple of listeners who have sent in their experiences. And first and foremost, we just want to say thank you so much for sharing uh, a personal story that you don't have to. you You don't have to tell these stories, but when you do, it does bring a connection for so many who have experienced similar things uh, or have thought about these similar things. It just it, it feels nice to feel like you're not alone. Especially when the main media seems to scream at you that you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, you don't owe anybody these
0: stories, but when you are willing to share, it does a lot in destigmatizing it which is very, very important. Yes.
2: Um, So we did want to take the time to uh, read about personal experiences today. Uh, We do have a shout out to an organization that another listener uh, sent us, and we want to go ahead and celebrate that too. And then if you, uh, after hearing these stories, have something to say, would like to share yours, please know you are always welcome to, and we appreciate you taking that time. Yes,
0: absolutely we do. Okay, so we wanted to start with a message from Tiffany. From 17 to 21, I was in a relationship with an abusive partner. He wasn't physical, but the emotional pain was awful. We ended up getting married the spring I turned 21. Shortly after I found out, he had shared intimate pictures of me online with While I was attempting to erase the pictures from his locked computer via backdoor access, I found pictures of young girls. He said they were over 18, but either way, it's still gross to me that they were made to look like kids, and other gross stuff dealing with sexual assault. After that, we split up, but we're technically still married, and I ended up pregnant. In Ohio, if you are married, the husband automatically is considered the father, even if he's not. I could not let him have rights to a child. I could not leave it a chance. So, I got an abortion. I couldn't bear the thought that he could have access to a child after seeing the stuff on his computer. It was hard. I always wanted to be a mama, and ending my first confirmed pregnancy was hard, especially after seeing the ultrasound. I was devastated, but I was technically homeless, going through a divorce, which would have been delayed because of the pregnancy, and just switched jobs on top of all of the other gross stuff. It was not a healthy time to bring in a child. It was the best decision. Hard. But best. Now I have two beautiful boys in a healthy relationship and healing.
2: Right. I have to commend Tiffany in sharing her story because she's not the only one. And I think that's the biggest conversation that we had. We were going uh, messaging back and forth, and the fact that it was what was best for her, and that she was the only one who could say that was best for her. And she is now thriving, doing what she needed to do, thriving with her beautiful family and, and learning what it is to grow as a parent. And I think that's beautiful. But yeah, I I see these conversations a lot where they want children. It's not a thing. They want to have babies. And unfortunately, whatever circumstances may be, it's not the time or it's it could be a danger. And that's that big conversation. And again, she also mentioned the fact that pregnancy would have delayed her divorce, which is in a lot of states um, that you cannot get divorced during a pregnancy. You have to wait. There's so much to this that really puts the power in the hands of the husband. And it does talk about the fact that this was a, play, a power play over women and ownership over women in general, or those with uteruses.
0: Yeah, and it's it's really gross and disheartening that that is still a thing in our, these are modern times. And I feel like so much of what we're talking about in this abortion conversation has that same vibe But we're still holding on to these ideas around men owning women's bodies in a very heteronormative sense, um, having control over it. And I mean, to not be able to get a divorce when you want a divorce, when it's probably the healthiest thing for you. Um, I mean, that's dangerous as dangerous and disgusting Uh, I mean the fact that we're bringing up like no joke not just us but bringing up witch hunts and stuff in this conversation like there's just so many really damaging old timey beliefs that I'm constantly like I cannot believe (laughs) we are still talking about this but we are right
2: right
0: Or celebrate your victories.
2: No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one-ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because golden hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21
0: and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California.
2: The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights.
0: Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee
2: just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. And then we wanted to share another story from listener Melissa. She said, I had an abortion when I was 26. I am now 57. For me, my husband and I had just found out we were supposed to have twins, but it wasn't meant to be. When they did the ultrasound 10 weeks, one of the spaces was empty and the other space, the embryo, was too small and without a heartbeat. It looked a bit like a pee in a pod the P at the very end that isn't round. This was a Wednesday or Thursday. And I remember that I went back on Friday and they checked my hormone levels and they were too low to start and were dropping even more. I was in miscarriage. The last embryo was dead and it was not going to stay. I elected to take care of it as this could have taken weeks. I could have had an active miscarriage any place, at work, at the store, walking down the street. And I scheduled with my doctor to go to the hospital on Monday and have a D&E. Some people, including my mother, who is a rights to life, says this isn't an abortion, but my medical record says differently. It is a medical procedure. It may not be the same as a woman or a girl who likes to abort a pregnancy. That might be a successful pregnancy if not stopped, but that shouldn't matter. We are talking about medical procedure that should be an option between the pregnant person and their doctor. Not one woman in the U.S. uses abortion as their birth control. I think that we need to normalize the discussion. Things do not go as planned, and many pregnant people have pregnancies that end when they don't want them to. I don't think I'm reaching when I say that the majority of people who have abortions don't want abortions, but rather are in circumstances where abortions are something that may have to be done. Um, and yeah, and she continues and talks about the fact that for her and her husband, it was pronounced sorrow and emotional pain. I barely knew I was pregnant at ten weeks, and in the space of hours, was told that that was not meant to be. Not only was I not having babies, I was not having two babies. I have met so many people who are in similar circumstances as I, only at later stages. These were planned and wanted pregnancies that just went horribly wrong. Maybe the fetus died in the womb, or maybe something horrible happened that would prevent it from living outside the womb. Now the people who would like to end abortions would say that these are not abortions, or they might on the latter one. And just say that women had DNCs or DNEs that take care of miscarriages. But these are the same medical procedures and non-medical people can split hairs and claim differences. These are medical procedures and should be between a doctor and a patient. And I think she makes such a great uh, point. And I, we've talked about this before, that these so-called late-term uh, abortions, which has been the ultimate evil, has been a lot of conversations with the fact that There's a health issue and there's a health crisis happening in this conversation that we're not talking about. And the majority of the time, these parents really do are excited or have planned and moved on. I've had friends having baby showers and creating, already naming these fetuses and ready to go. And then things happen unfortunate circumstances happen and it could not be and then also the same conversation about how costly this is because it is an abortion
0: yeah yeah i mean that's one of my biggest things that i keep going back to is its pregnancy is a big impact on your body it's a huge physical mental toll and it is a medical procedure abortion is a medical procedure and it should just be between you and your medical provider. But also, I just feel like we've seen a lot of news stories lately where uh, the the fact that people don't understand how people with uteruses, how their bodies work. And I feel that that is this misinformation or disinformation or or what have you, is leading to actual decisions that impact people's lives when it's not coming from a place of understanding or genuine attempt to care for people.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. You know what? Melissa actually goes on, specifically on that route, saying, I'm also from Missouri, where they almost passed legislation on our trigger law that would have made treating an ectopic pregnancy a Class A felony, which means the medical staff would be facing prison time uh, because one of the legislators pushing it thought that ectopic pregnancies could be transplanted. I know we talked about that legislation before, but she refers to the fact that this was in her area and the most nuanced idea of like, wow, yeah, you definitely don't know what this is.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're making laws that impact people based on complete <laughs> misinformation. Nonsense. And, complete yeah. nonsense.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. that's just where it's at. Um, and yes, thank you all so much for sharing because both of those are real situations that occur and that we need to have that bigger conversation about why it's important. Um, and before we ended, we did want to add uh, a shout out from listener. And I'm so sorry, listener, if this is not uh, her handle is Laura Elizabeth, but also Low M. So... Thank you for saying this. (laughs) But she (laughs) said, um, hey, y'all, I absolutely love the podcast. I just wanted to shout out Yellow Hammer Fund that serves Alabama, Mississippi, and the Deep South with women's reproductive care, including abortions. Uh, She talked about the Planned Parenthood in uh, Alabama weren't providing abortions right now. And she said she didn't know why, but she knows Alabama has some of the most restrictive laws. Uh, Yellowhammer Fund, uh, they are an organization that works with what they call the Deep South, and we are technically in the Deep South. <sighs> um, and it, according to their site from yellowhammerfund.org, Yellowhammer Fund is an abortion fund and reproductive justice organization dedicated to ensuring that all people can make autonomous decisions about their needs and access necessary resources regardless of race, income, location, age, marital status, documentation, gender, or ability. Uh, They were established in 2017 in Alabama, and they say we believe in... In a just and equitable society where each person can make choices free from coercion by the government, financial constraints, familial or partner intervention, or status as a citizen, and will enthusiastically meet the needs of those in the marginalized communities most affected by lack of political and economic power. Yeah, I love that. So that is an amazing resource for those in Mississippi, Alabama, Deep South. As they call it, um, and it is—we are in the deep south, but it is in connotation to how divided we could be. But yeah, thank you so much uh, for giving us that r- resource because we love the local resources, and those are the ones that we really do have to focus on during this fight. Um, again, thank y'all for sharing and being vulnerable with us, especially when it feels like there's an all-out an attack for those who believe that this is a personal decision and should be an autonomous decision that we make. But yet, here we are. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And
0: uh, as always, if you want to share your story, if you have any resources, we would love to share it on the show. So... You can email us at stephanieamomstuff at iheartmia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows.